0: welcome and thank you for joining me today welcome to your show fruit for your soul and this show uh is titled uh happiness this is your assessment part two i am your spiritual life coach cardelia reed and i'm so happy that we're here talking about this today um you know when i get started today I want to revert back to the example I mentioned in part one on happiness and I talked to you about the example of my daughter getting up angry in the morning and she was very unhappy because she was comparing herself to my son, my daughter's five, my son is ten and one of the things that she said, she folded her arms and she was just so angry and very unhappy that he was very smart and he knows everything and it wasn't until I gave her that reassurance That She is who she is and she's unique in who she is and she could never be him because she has things that he doesn't have and he has things that she does not have. So there's a couple of things that I found that go with happiness and there's love as I gave her in that example and reassuredness. I reminded her, of course, that Jesus loved her and reassured her that I loved her as well, reassured her that she has uniqueness and smartness just as he does. But doesn't that remind you also of us today? Doesn't that remind you of, you know, even though she's younger, she's five years old, you think about immaturity, she don't understand. But even in our walk, every day that we have in life, there are things we don't understand. We're constantly learning and growing and we'll be upset over things that, you know, once we're comparing ourselves to other people. But there are two things that i found that go majorly with happiness is love and reassurance. Okay, so... I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Galatians 5.22. And this scripture says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Now, you know, we can't have a show called Fruit for Your Soul if I don't talk to you about the fruit of the Spirit. I have found that um, people tend to love the love, joy, peace part. The gentleness, goodness, and faith... Faith becomes a little sketchy because when that gets refined, we don't really want to go through it. And then long-suffering is just forget about it, right? It's the long-suffering that I found that when we have to sacrifice this part and go through this, that we tend to let our happiness go. Remember, to be happy is to be filled with joy. So a couple of things I want you to think about as we go through this podcast. How do you have happiness throughout the day and every day of your life and how do you maintain it okay these are really important things because it's going to be very difficult for you to maintain happiness if you're not filled inwardly with joy so I'm going to look at a couple of things that I feel that we allow to steal our joy and the number one thing that I found uh, is unforgiveness now, I do have a podcast that talks about unforgiveness, have you forgiven today, and how important it is, and I'd love for you to go back and, and listen to that, because it gives it a detailed um, list of things that you can do to not forgive, and a lot of times we are not forgiven, and we don't really um, we don't really know that we're doing that, we're just replaying a scenario over and over and over, not only that, but we we're discussing a scenario over and over and over, and the hurt becomes deeply embedded in our hearts, and there's no joy there. So when there's no joy, how can we clearly have happiness? I wanna tell you about um, an example. Just recently, I was on a plane. It was a very uh, long plane ride, and um, there was a gentleman that sat next to me. Now, I I do live my life every day, that I ask God that I'm I'm used as a vessel to help other people, because you'd be surprised. As when you use used as a vessel for Christ, how full your life becomes. And so I don't take it as a coincidence when someone sits beside me and they're discussing Christ. So there was a man that sat next to me on the plane yesterday, and he talked a lot about um, his life. And, you know, he only talked because, to be honest with you, I started talking to him first. Uh, when we were sitting down, he was saying to me that that was a, um, the top of the overhead ends, that that was his wheelchair cover that he sits on and so I said really he said yeah hopefully when I sit down I don't get any spasms I said well, we're gonna believe and we're gonna know that you will not have any spasms in the name of Jesus and he got really excited and said you know what it's nice to sit next to a believer He started talking come to find out he had been in several motorcycles accidents several not just one we know that in the health world motor vehicle accidents um we actually call them organ donors because it's just that daily and you may not like that, but I'm going to tell you, you, you obviously know when you're in a, um, a motorcycle, excuse me, a motorcycle accident, uh, it's, it's very deadly, it's very dangerous, but this man had been in several of those, and he survived them. that's the good news, okay, because obviously he's sitting there telling me he survived him well enough to be traveling back and forth to his destination as to where he was going, and um, also he talked about how he had been in and out of prison and on drugs all his life, but he obviously was not doing that anymore. But he had been saved, and now he goes back to prison to talk to people that are in prison and help them become saved as well. And just great testimony. And he gave me testimony after testimony after testimony. And I told him, I said, gosh, if I just got back on the plane now and went back home, it would have made my trip so much worth it because I just enjoyed talking to him so much one of the things I did not see in his heart or his eyes that did not come out in his words were unforgiveness. One of the things he said was that, you know, I got into an accident four years ago. That was my most recent accident. And he said that, you know, it was a kid, a 24-year-old young kid, and uh, well, actually a 24-year-old kid's an adult, but to him, because he was so much older, that was, you know, as a kid to him. But he was saying they didn't know, they didn't know anything. He said, well, I didn't even know I had an accident until I woke up, you know, out of the... um he was knocked out but he didn't know anything he had a lot of recovery it took him a year to recover but he said that it was the actual accident that he was in that saved his life Because his wife had left him for a month and she came back after the accident and helped take care of him. And how that made him fall in love even more. So we got to learn how to look for the good things out of really, really, what we consider really bad circumstances. That is how we bring joy and happiness into our lives. And he had no bitterness of unforgiveness towards that particular person that hit him in his most recent accident, which I found absolutely amazing. And I was so encouraged by that. He had gladness. And while he was telling me these things, he showed me pictures of his family. He talked about how God has a sense of humor and how much he loved his family. And, you know, that was really the most important thing. So he went back to, I'm going to count a couple of things in this example. I noticed there was a lot of forgiveness in his heart. He took the best out of his situation and made it turn around for the best for his life. He invited Christ in in every aspect so he can go back and help others that are in situations that he used to be um, be in to bring them out. He marveled on and he reinforced the love that he already had in his life and didn't see before, but now he understands that he took it for granted and he loved his wife even more. He embraced his family even more. Perfect example. And he glowed with joy and peace. And you talk about long-suffering. This particular man, and I'm so thankful for this example because he displayed everything, love, joy, peace, long-suffering gentleness. He talked so nicely and kindly about every situation. He had nothing bad to say about anything, anything. And I'm not over-exaggerating to you. Like I said, he this has been in turmoil all of his life, all of his life. Witness and faith and I don't have to tell you about his faith in Christ because literally his circumstances strengthen his faith remember faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen so when you're going through turmoil and things in life that you cannot understand that is God refining your faith and when he is refining your faith you're very uncomfortable one of the things this gentleman said to me was he said I've been in these accidents I keep getting these accidents and sometimes I do wonder why is it, and he looked at me and said, why is it that God keeps allowing this to happen? And so I looked at him and I said, you know, we know that the enemy especially customizes certain things for us, particularly if we're fearing something. So I looked at him and I said, are you fearing an accident at any point in your life since you started having accidents? He said, no, only when I'm riding my bike. I said, well, that's where the enemy is trying to latch on to you to uh, create fear in you so that he can inadvertently cause an accident so it's very tricky how these things work with the enemy and one that's why fear isn't a good thing remember jesus It's not, there's no fear in Christ. So uh, naturally, we're going to have fears of things, especially if the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. Naturally, you're going to fear, but that's what the enemy wants us to do. So we've got to invite God in and open up our heart and say some especially good prayers and ward the enemy off and tell him he has no authority in that area of your life. No tragedy shall come upon me, no sickness, no pain, no love loss in my marriage, Anything that you're believing God for, you claim it and you believe it and you say it boldly. You don't have to ask for this. You have already been given this through Christ. All you have to do is claim it and believe it. Say it boldly. Ward those off in the mighty name of Jesus and it shall not come upon you. Those are the things we really have to believe in. And actually, I talked to him about these particular prayers. And one of the things that um, I have to say my spiritual mentor enlightened me to is the ability to always speak boldly and to understand the prayers that we have access to to ward the enemy off who tries to create sickness terrible things such as tragedies in our life so we can ward those off in prayer which thus if we don't sometimes it will cause that fear uh, take away still our joy and thus we're finding that we're not maintaining our happiness the way that we want to Okay, so the next uh, thing I want to get to, or the next point, rather, I should say, think about what's in your heart. What are you carrying around in your heart? And uh, I want you to remember that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, one thing I found about that particular verse in scripture is that... Normally, when I find myself saying that, it erases a whole lot of things that could have just been said. It causes me to think really hard about who I'm talking to, what I'm going to say, and what I'm going to say next. And what's getting ready to come out of my mouth or what is coming out of my mouth. I think I covered every point. It causes me to think about the past, the present, and the future of my words and my actions and thoughts. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence for out." of the spring of issues of life occurs. All right, let me read that again because I don't think I did that any justice. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, if you are a person that engage in gossip, slander, and lies, okay, now normally if you're a person that's engaging in that, we know that there's no joy, peace, or happiness in that too. Uh, however, however, Keep in mind, just as sure as you are saying these things, that particular spirit that's in you that you're not even aware of wants to destroy you with gossip, slander, and lies as well. So remember, the things that come out of your mouth that are bad will also come back and help cause the badness to occur to you. Does that make sense to you? Okay, so remember and guard the things that come out of your heart. Because those things give birth to what comes out of your mouth. What comes out of the mouth will come all the way back and get you. (laughs) For lack of a better way of saying that. If you're not careful. And, 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 and. Be careful who you're engaging in conversation with, too, because even though you're not the one that's saying those things, when they're releasing those spirits out of their mouths, those things out of their mouths, they're also releasing it onto you. So be careful who you're talking to that's cursing, slander who's saying bad things about other people, they're releasing that onto you. So you've got to rebuke that. You've got to take authority over that. And you've got to stop and shut down that conversation and you've got to walk away, okay? If that conversation is not capable of being turned around for something good. So let me turn that around to the goodness. When you are a person that's speaking goodness, purity, uh, when the um, great things are coming out of your mouth, then it's gonna come back to your life as well. So uh, you always hear those stories about people that always have good things coming back coming to them. That's called favor. It's because their a person is always placing good things up into the atmosphere, right? So remember those points, and these are the things that will surely cause you to maintain your happiness, even though we know that today you can be happy. Tomorrow, you still have to work on it just the same. You have you cannot give your happiness and peace of mind any rest and think, oh, it's going to come automatically. These are things you have to work for. And when you work hard enough at it, it won't come as hard. It will become easier and easier and easier. And as I say in all of my podcasts and examples, if this was easy, everybody would walk around happy. <laughs> I had a friend that I was recently talking to and uh, she said to me uh, she said so you have two jobs huh she said so gosh that a lot of people walk around here and they're just so stressed out and you should be very happy and uh you know how is it that you have two jobs and you're maintaining your happiness and I said to her I said wait my ministry that's not a job that's who I am that's my way of life So I don't consider it a a clock-in kind of a situation. You understand? That's a part of me. So when you are working on and doing things in life, that's a part of who you are. When you're working your passion, when you're doing things that, hey, you know what? I don't even have to get paid for this. This is a freebie. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm feeling good about this, right? It's not a job. And she reiterated how many people walk around so unhappy because they have to work two jobs to get two paychecks. Listen... Your perspective of life in life comes from within. So I want you to see how I was able to take that conversation and turn it around and say, hey, my perspective is not exactly how the way you're looking at it. My perspective is what I'm creating it to be. So you create the space that you want in life. You claim the happiness that you want because of who you are, not because of the circumstances you have to succumb to, right? Right. Another case in point, I had a lady uh, the other day, and um, she was telling me about her daughter that was diagnosed with diabetes, and she said her daughter will not even accept that and said, well, I am healed. She said, her daughter said this. Her is 11 years old. I was really impressed. She said, my daughter said, I am healed already through Christ. I do not accept this. Well, that's just wonderful, because the truth is, she is, and that's very correct. She took authority of that conversation, even with the doctors, and she did not place this, the title of diabetic. Notice, I didn't say diabetic; I didn't place that on her, and I'm glad. Neither did the doctor place that on her, because that's not true. Just because someone says you are a circum—this is a circumstance that you're in, this is a, a situation that you're in um, right now—you know, for example, there may be some arthritis in my foot. I don't claim that in my life. I walk around in whatever shoes I want, um, feeling any kind of way that I want to feel happy. That's how I want to feel. I do not claim arthritis on my life. Speaking of which, uh, I just read a study that said that arthritis was linked back to bitterness, um. It's interesting that bitterness and unforgiveness are linked back to diseases. It's very true, especially think about, you know, stress and high blood pressure and things like that. But it's very true. So this is why I have to say you have to guard your heart. You have to. I had to go back and think about, hey, have I ever had any bitterness in my life? Of course I have. Of course I have. You know, that's how I got to where I am today. That's how I am who I am today. Because I had to go back and think about the bitterness that I've carried around in my heart and repent and say, God, forgive me. Help me to forgive myself. Now, can I get this authorized out of my foot? Honestly, in my name of Jesus, this is the kind. Of, these are the kind of things I want you to think about as you go forth in life. The fruits of your spirit, the fruits of your soul. Um, I'm going to actually go back and read that again as a recap, because a lot of this is linked to what's in our heart and the issues of life of life that comes out of it. Galatians two five. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering gentleness goodness and faith and i discussed in proverbs 4:23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life we've got to be very careful that we are always having the fruit of our spirit as love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness and faith so that none of the issues of diseases unhappiness mean spiritness slander, lies, and gossip, terribleness, tragedies, none of those things are coming into our lives. I want you to understand how your happiness is linked to how your life is going to occur for the rest of your life. That's why it's important to have happiness and maintain happiness throughout your life and understand how you got to be deep in getting to that happiness because it's not going to naturally occur you've got to go back to the supernatural for this to occur now this is when i refer you back to my supernatural versus the natural podcast if you want to understand how to get to that supernatural point in your life because people are going to say naturally how is it i'm supposed to be happy when somebody just hit my I just had a car accident how is it that i'm supposed to be happy when you know my husband and wife just left me how am i supposed to be happy when i can't even pay my rent or my mortgage or whatever okay let's go back to the supernatural that's when you start thinking in those supernatural prayers and warding them off and believing in your heart don't doubt yourself because the enemy is always throwing things at us you cannot prevent that but you can go to the supernatural to guard things in your life okay you cannot control the enemy, but you can control what you're, how you're going to live your life, the perspective that you're going to have. And you'll be surprised at how supernaturally good things start coming to you once you choose to uh, have happiness and experience joy inwardly by meditating on good things, all good things that are gentle, kind, and peaceful versus the restlessness that the world wants to give you okay that's my time and i hope that recap of happiness and this is your assessment help you in every aspect of your life and i really do mean that remember if nothing else jesus loves you and so do i i want to remind you you can always send me an email love at cardelia.com that's c-a-r-d-e-l-i-a.com uh, my podcasts are all over podcast.ca.com on i'm on itunes you youtube my interviews are on youtube So many to say, it's like tongue twisters, right? Tune in, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Um, I am looking for you next time. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.